It's 269 days until Utah and BYU play again in the season opener. What's in store for these two teams? Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another edition of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. That's right, football season, regular season's over. Everyone knows where they're going to go for their bowl game. We're all starting to get ready for Christmas. And we're almost at the dawn of a new year, which is really close to my birthday. It's okay, Jason. You don't have to get me a birthday present. <laughs> we're still friends. I'm going to take you out for your birthday, ma'am. Yeah? Yeah. All right. We're going to eat at JCW and go to a movie. A movie. Yeah. A burger and a movie with Jason Buck. Boy, I don't know if life is better than that right there, folks. The movie is going to be an A-kicking, violent, wild suspense machine. So, as football fans... Not a girly movie. No. As football fans, we are addicted to our sports. We are. We're addicted, and we are hoping that next year will be better than this year. And we just think, you know, we're almost there, or we got... Where are things going to be? So we're going to talk here for the next little while about BYU, and then we'll talk about Utah, and uh, where what are the prospects for next season, and where are these teams, and what can we reasonably, realistically expect? Because they're, we're already gearing up for this, and they're, they're going to face each other again uh, the first game of the season. Yeah. So, Jason, in your humble opinion, in your unbiased, un... Um, I don't know. Is it filtered or unfiltered? Yes. <laughs> Where are the BYU Cougars next season? You know, I mean, after watching them for the last four years, you know, I just have to say it's going to be similar. Four more years? Is it going to be four more years? It's going to be similar. This next season will be similar to last year. They're going to get some wild wins that we don't expect, and then they're going to have some duh losses that we're like, why did you lose that one? And they'll probably end up, you know, around the same, six and six, seven and five, um, just based on what I've seen. I mean, I, they've got three good quarterbacks. I like them. There's some, you know, positives in there, but with where they're going right now, I just – independence I think is just you know it's just killing them and you know last weekend I want to bring this up because it's just a burr in my saddle I'm watching all the conference championships last weekend and then I'm looking I go down into the G5 conference championships and Memphis is playing Cincinnati and Boise State's playing Hawaii and they're talking about well man it's going to be between Memphis and Boise State who gets to go to the Cotton Bowl they're talking about it right and I'm like all you BYU fans out there, please just picture this. Can you imagine leading up to last week's conference championships? BYU is in the hunt. They're twelve and one, or thirteen and zero. Some great magical season like the old days, and they're in the situation. They're in the position of Boise State or Memphis, and they're playing for a conference championship. And all the sports centers and national talking heads are talking about, hey, BYU or Memphis, or. BYU, Boise State, BYU is in the AAC. It doesn't matter. They're in the hunt for the Cotton Bowl. And BYU actually gets to go to a Cotton Bowl from a conference championship game out of the G5. And Utah just just stubbed their toe and fell on their face and missed the big mega, you know, college playoffs or even the Rose Bowl. And BYU is now going to Cotton Bowl. You're up one. 
right? It's what you're the Cinderella. You're the Cinderella story. You're the Rocky story. You're getting there. You're the talk of the national media. You're relevant. All so being in, a, a being in a conference is a real thing. It's a real thing. And you're, you, we could have been there in something like that, and we should be in there year in and year out in that hunt like we saw last weekend. But was anybody talking about BOU last weekend? No. We're so, going – we're yeah. on our way to the Hawaii Bowl. So – so I understand your frustration. This is frustrating point. for me watching it last week. I, I let you go down your rabbit hole. I went. Now, I my but where is where is BYU going to be next year? I mean, you're, you're saying six wins, seven wins. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's I, the thing yeah. with, with me. I I don't care if it's ten. And um, it's, it'd be it, awesome, it, right? But it's it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same result. And I say that because. I really agree a lot with you, and and for some reason there's this perception at BYU that they would be going backwards. That it's it's actually it's not an upward move to actually be in a conference like the Mountain West or the AAC. That's people been, are listening to Tom Homo's pitch. That's that, that's his pitch. Yeah, that's beneath them. They make more yeah. money on ESPN. But I'm telling you, you're losing the war. You may have won some battle here, but you're losing the war on the interest in in your program. Yes. I think next year it's going to be extremely difficult for BYU to win more than six games. I do too, and and not I do too. their I'm schedule nice next year. Six six. Their schedule next year is really tough. It's brutal. It is really tough. I mean, uh, it's not it's not the beginning of the season and then it tapers off. It's the beginning of the season and then you're going to have the likes of Utah State and Boise State, Houston. Uh, you're going to have Houston. You're going to have uh, Stanford. You're going to have a lot of these really, really tough teams. Now, of course, Stanford was bad this year, but you can't expect them to be bad every year. Right. they got a great coach. But th- what they have is they have good, good, challenging Power 5 opponents throughout their schedule uh, next season. And so, so – Yeah, at Minnesota. Minnesota's playing I, well now. I just, I just looked at it, and I'm like, th- this, is, this is a tough schedule because uh, they, they have Michigan State. They they are at Arizona State. They're at Minnesota. They have Utah State. They have Missouri. They have Houston. They're at Northern Illinois, which is a good a good team. They're at Boise. They have San Diego State, and they have then they have North Alabama and Stanford. Yeah, this is a so so they're at Utah. They're going to lose that game. They could lose Michigan State. They could lose at Arizona State. They could be zero and four. Before they come home in October against Utah State, yeah, and then you got you got to add the fa- the independence factor that you're just an exhibition game for everybody. You're not a conference. You're not playing for that you know conference win and rivalry each week, and and it's just I'm telling you that that exhibition game factor, if you will, impacts the Get, the game and the, the what are you playing for? I want to do this really quick because this is crazy. That, that's a nutty. I schedule, I want to go man. through the schedule really quick here, and I wanted you, I want you to don't. Don't say I think they can win. I want I want you to tell me the sure to win. Try to make an honest pick. Just say what this, like at Utah, right? The game's at Utah, so that's not a sure win. No, Michigan State at U- Michigan State. It's it's no. home. Oh, is it home? But no, it, it, it's not a. It's not like it's not uh, like playing UMass, right? No, no it's not a sure at Arizona a... at Arizona State. No, at Minnesota. No, Utah State at home. That may be yeah. the that yeah. that. That may be the easiest game to start with because Gary Anderson, we're not sure where that that program is going to be. He's on the rebuild, getting his thing going again. Missouri, no. Houston, no. At Northern Illinois, 
No. Maybe it's a it's it's a They've, it's like a Toledo. You are both that Northern Illinois Utah game I know. last year, the year before at Boise State. They're stingy. At, um, at Boise State, no. They're going to be ticked. Boise State is ticked because they kept them out of the Cotton Bowl this year. Right. That's a revenge game for Boise San State. San Diego State. No. They just lost to them. North Alabama Lions. That's a yes. That's a yes. Okay. So you're, so you're one yes. Yeses. Well, you're one yes and, and a maybe because Utah State is not a given. No. And then they're given. at Stanford. <laughs> no. At Stanford, no. I mean, you have, you have one game. One game that's guaranteed. One game on your schedule that's a guaranteed win. Yeah. And the rest could go. It's it's 50-50 at best. At best? Yeah. Um, at best. Like Michigan State was not good this year. I, I give them a 50-50 on the Utah State game. Right. You know, that'd be one of their better But I'm just – I'm I'm what I'm talking about is like a for sure win. Yeah, for sure win. You got – This is a brutal – for sure win. This is a brutal schedule. Or this year you had Idaho State and UMass – Brutal schedule for BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutal, right, get, brutal schedule. We're going to take a break. So it's it's going to be tough on my guys. Going to take a break, come back. We'll talk about where is it for the Utes. Because they lose everyone on defense and uh, lose the best quarterback. It, it'll be interesting. All right, it's we'll take a break. We'll, we'll come back. All right, welcome back to Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. Of course, we talked about the old BYU Cougars. Cougars. And uh, Cougs. Na- now we're going to talk about the Utah Utes. So here, here's Utah's situation. Uh, eight, eight guys on the team are all-conference players. Six of them on defense, two of them on offense. And seven, seven of these guys on defense will probably end up being NFL guys. A lot of talent, but where do they look next year? Because they have their whole entire offensive line back. All of their receivers are back except for one. All of their running backs are back except for Zach Moss, which is a, that's a loss. But yeah. th- there's a lot of talent. They got a lot there. of depth there. A lot of depth, a lot of talent. They have the transfer from uh, South Carolina, who was was very good in the SCC. Before he was injured, guy can throw the ball. He's he's a he's a transfer portal grad transfer guy, and then they have this Cam Rising, who's a, a Texas transfer, who was really really pretty good at Texas too. So there's a replacement, possibly a better overall quarterback playing next year at Utah than they had in Tyler Huntley. Uh, the, the, offensively, this could be a really good football team again. Yeah, they return and, that much talent. It's it, it, absolutely that's what I'm saying. It's and, better. And so on defense, they have you know they had they were so deep at defensive line that they literally have pretty much a, a returning defensive line comparable to what they had this year. Devin Lloyd will be back at linebacker. Sione Lund played some, who's pretty good, will be another linebacker. And they have some they have some guys in the secondary at the safety position. So the only place they they've really got to replace someone is at corner. And they'll probably lose both of their corners. Uh, so, so this is this is a this is a pretty decent Utah team. Yeah, and and uh, and I think I think part of uh, so they've part of you know you 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 kind of start winning a little bit, 
and and guys kind of start knowing how to win. And you you wonder if that's going to rub off next year. You wonder if maybe some of the pressure, the expectation is is going to not be there for Utah next year. They've got USC at home. They have Washington at home. Uh, they're probably their tougher opponents that they're going to have. They're, of course, they're at Arizona State. They're at Cal. They're going to be they're going to be at Colorado, which is which is improving. They're going to be at Washington State, which always gives them fits. Yeah, that'll so, give you, fits. you know. So uh, they're um, they have BYU at home. They have Montana State at at Rice Eccles, and then they're at Wyoming. Thank you, Chris Hill, for that one. They're at Wyoming. They're at Wyoming. Yes. What? So they they do they get a home and away with Wyoming? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm must, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Here. Yeah, but yeah. it's so if you're if you're really serious about getting what? in the college football playoffs, that non-conference is not good. But again, that's that's my whole point is that they tried to make it easy so they could just kind of compete in the Pac-12 instead of saying we're trying to we have a bigger picture here, and the picture at Utah has not been college football playoffs. It's just been let's just kind of you know try to tread water in the Pac-12. I'm just, which is so not me. I'm like, right? I'm, I'm, I, you give me the the epitome, the ultimate goal, and that's where I'm going. It's college football playoffs every year. Every year you're shooting for it. You're working your off season. You're that's every workout and every push up and squat and sprint and everything you do is for that ultimate goal. There's to be a, the best. there's a possibility of Utah competing again and even possibly being a favorite in the Pac-12 South again. I mean, I mean, well, if that whole offense returning like that, and you and you know they'll load up the defense again with a you know really right. solid defense. It might be a little bit younger, less experienced, but you have really good coordinators, Morgan Scally yeah. and and Andy Ludwig. So, yeah, so the co- there's a lot of a lot of really place. good good things at Utah. Um, let's just you know their whole non conference they'll win. Sorry, BYU. Um, they're going to have a tough game against Arizona State. They're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna compete against Cal, compete against Colorado, compete against UCLA. Arizona's gonna be garbage. Oregon State's gonna be better, but uh, USC is not. You know who knows where they are. They lose a lot of guys on offense, a lot of talent on offense. Washington's gonna be rebuilding. Washington State, kind of the same thing. I mean, so they're. They're probably going to win. You know, they'll probably lose two, maybe three conference games because I don't think they're going to be this dominant team like they were this year. No, not without some spark that, like we said this year, that you've, I've seen lesser teams that find the magic, you know, and that just, I mean, a brotherhood that just dies for each other and is always there and ready for every game. And you can always get that surprise. That's the great thing about football is you can come in and have a team that's, you know, you thought it was going to be nine and three or something, and all of a sudden they are out there eleven and one or twelve and zero, and you're like, "What the heck? These this is a special group of men." So, but you're right; they're they're poised to have a solid, really good season. The cupboard's not I, bare. No, no. With as much leaving and as many seniors as they had, the cupboard really isn't bare. Uh, the the potential of picking up a couple of guys on defense. Um, and some of these guys they really like who who could be playing uh, uh, next year. I mean, you know, they 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 there's certainly certainly a chance. I mean, nine and three, ten and two might be a realistic possibility. Experience is just it's just hard. You're going to lose some games with inexperience. You just are. You just and yeah. uh, when you're not a just when you're not yeah. an amazingly talented team. When 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 you have a guy like Lawrence Taylor, 
and and he doesn't know where he's going. But wherever he's going, he's going about 900 miles, and he makes <laughs> yeah. something happen, right? Yeah. Because he's so talented. And on crack. Yeah. And so so when you when you don't have that, uh, you know, the talent, when you just don't have that superior talent, like the teams in the Pac-12 are all kind of about the same as far as talent level. Some maybe a little bit more than, than the others, but there's not an elite team. There's not a team with just, you know, these super, superstar players on it that you can get by – on inexperience with you just you just the I I'm picking the most experienced team in the Pac-12 are the ones that are going to do well and it's at those ex, oh, yeah. it's at the quarterback but it's at those those kind of key positions you need you need that those guys handling anyways that that's my thought on it so as as sore as I am about Utah that you know next year could be a decent no, they year. should compete for the Pac-12 South yeah. again they should be in it and uh, my Cougs are. Kind of a little bit of trouble yeah. going into that. All right. Well, this this round of Rivals is over. It's over. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We're powered by kslsports.com. Find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast, Twitter at The Rivals Show. And until then, please, please, please drive responsible, buckle up, uh, don't shoot your eye out, and whatever you do. <laughs> don't shoot your eye out. Whatever you do, don't act like Jason. <laughs>